Hello and welcome to this shorter episode of Matter of Mindset, an interval, if you like, between one series and the next, a chance for me to tell you that I'm taking a break from the podcast just over the summertime so I can spend more time with my partner, my friends, family, and just be outdoors as much as possible. In this episode, I'm going to be sharing why I'm taking a short break, what I'm going to do with that time and share some things that you can start to think about over the next few months. I'm going to step away from the podcast for a little bit so I can have a a think about and sit with what I've put out there so far, so I can reflect on what I've enjoyed, what I want to do more of, and develop a new series that will help you around September time. I always find September is like a new year to me in a way. It's a nice place to start. So I'll be releasing my series in September to help support you with any changes that you want to be making in your life, to your mindset and the way that you feel. So if you're new to listening to Matter of Mindset, my name's Emily and I'm the founder of my own coaching business, Matter of Mind. And it's my job to support and empower people to make positive change in their life, to prioritize their well-being and train their mind so that it's supportive of how they want to live and how they want to feel. I help people to create happier and healthier lives. And it's hard work to do that, both for myself and the clients, but it's so worth it. Having made so many changes myself in my life to feel better and just live more, as Dr. Chatterjee says a lot, I'm just so passionate about the work that I do. And I wanted this podcast to help people beyond my client work. I wanted to release a series that could help people to understand themselves a little better, help them grow their awareness and help to get them thinking about how they can change their mindset for the better. So this podcast, for those of you who are new, is all about helping people create a happier, healthier mind. And I'd encourage you to go back in the last series and listen to episodes one to seven. They're full of well-being tips, strategies as well to shift your mindset and some personal stories from me as well about my own experiences and how I've dealt with them and some of the positive changes that I've made and the challenges that I've come across. Head back in, listen again if you've listened before and listen for the first time. They're always relevant even if they are back from a few months ago. So if you've been listening to the podcast, thank you for being here. I've received some lovely messages from you saying how helpful it's been how calming it's been at some times and it's really nice to hear from you about how this podcast has impacted you, how it's helped you. So over the next month I'm going to be developing a new series so that come September I'm there to support you through this platform, help you better your well-being, your mindset and your lifestyle and I'll be taking on your feedback So I'm encouraging you, if you're listening now and you're going, yeah, that'd be really good to have a podcast series that really supports me with those areas, then please get in touch with me. You can follow me on Instagram at Matter of Mind Coaching or drop me a line at matterofmindcoaching at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Let me know what you think you need support with 
and I will build that in as best as possible into this new series that I'll be working on. I've had a little think too and I know that I would like to be sharing more personal stories with you on what I've done to make positive changes and how I continue to take care of myself and manage the challenges that come into life as well because it's important for me to express that nobody's perfect and I want to bring some more authenticity, more honesty to the podcast. My first series was all about me telling you my story of change, more about my coaching and what I do and what I offer to give you the foundation really about me, that story and allow you to get a flavor for the type of coaching I do and how I can support you either here or beyond that. But this next series is going to build upon that. As I mentioned, I'm going to be sharing more personal stories more personal ideas and opinions with you as well that will help shift your perspective, hopefully help improve your well-being. And I always find this really helpful when I'm listening to content. I love a story. I love hearing about people's personal experiences because it helps me learn from them. It helps me go, oh yeah, I've struggled with that before. And it helps to change your perspective to a situation where you might feel stuck and you need that bit of help. So that's definitely something I'll be bringing into it as well. And I briefly mentioned I want to bring more honesty to it. And what I mean by that is often we assume those in well-being and and working in mental health have it all figured out and they're 100% okay all of the time. When that's not always the case because... We're all human. We're all experiencing peaks and troughs all of the time. And I want to bring that to you as well, because I think that will be helpful. So I'll be showing up with honesty each episode, sharing the highs, the lows and how I'm navigating my own life in the hope it will help you a little bit more as well. Each episode is going to be shorter as well, 10 to 15 minutes, making it easier for you to fit into your weekly schedule. I'll be bringing my knowledge and expertise in this field of well-being and coaching, helping you to improve your thinking and helping you to think about the changes you might want to make and how to make them so it's less overwhelming. My aim is always to help people feel calm, more confident, more courageous and more compassionate in their life towards themselves and other people. And that aim is something I bring into each day and I will definitely continue to bring it to the podcast. I'm really excited to get this next series created and I'm really excited for you to listen to it as well. But until then, I'm going to leave you with a few things to think about over the summertime. A few things that have come up for a few clients I've had in the last few weeks and things I'll be thinking about too. And these will help you to Just gently notice what's going on. Gently try to think about your well-being and how you can better support that potentially. So I'm going to throw them out there. And if you're signed up to my newsletter, you'll receive these on that newsletter when this podcast also gets released. So the first one I'd encourage you to think about over the summertime is checking in on your environment. And what I mean by that is, where, where do you spend time? In your home, your work? And is that supporting your well-being? And this is a huge topic that I may even bring into the next series. But 
have a think about how does your environment where you spend a lot of time make you feel? Is it supportive of your mood, your well-being? And if not, what changes can you make? A great example that might apply to lots of different people is, is the space you work in, if you're working from home, supportive of your mood? Does it make you feel good? Does it make you feel calm, focused, energized? What changes can you make over summer to just improve that space? Or if you're heading back into the workplace, how can you improve that environment to support your mood? And really think about these things. If everything's working for you at the moment in regards to where you spend time in an environment, then fantastic. Try and pinpoint how and why that's making you feel good and continue doing those things and having those things in place. Environment has a huge impact on how we think and how we feel. So just take note of this and make any changes you feel are necessary. The next thing I'd like you to try to think about over the summer is who or what is giving you energy? Who or what isn't giving you energy? Now, this can be quite hard for people to reflect on. I've been chatting to a few clients recently about this, and there's a lot of guilt here to think about who and what doesn't give me energy because you don't want to blame people for the energy they bring to a situation. But this is extremely important. We are so contagious in terms of our energy. If we spend time with people who are negative, we will feel more negative. If we spend time with people who are more positive, optimistic, challenging in their thinking, supportive too, they're not overly positive, but they're supportive of you and they align with you and what you care about and your values. Check in with this who you're spending time with, what is giving you energy, who is giving you energy. It's a really important checklist here. Often asking yourself these questions helps you reveal as well your values, helps you reveal your boundaries. So just check in on those questions, see what comes up and meet yourself with some compassion too. But just think, can I make some changes here? might feel weird recognizing these things, especially if it's in regards to groups of friends or individual friends, but it's okay to feel how you do. It could be a chance for you to set some boundaries and be brave about that too. Who we spend time with really impacts our well-being. The next one I would love you to think about is a fun one. Something I'll be doing and continue to do is trying to find opportunities to play. And when I say play, I mean doing things that make you feel like a big kid, doing things that make you feel a little bit silly, but excitable and giddy. A really simple example that some of you might have even seen on my Instagram is I go for a morning walk, I walk and talk, chatting to a friend once a week. I head up to a park where I know there's a zip wire there. No one's there in the morning. It's about half seven in the morning. And I go on the zip wire while I'm on the phone to this friend. It's really funny. Both have a giggle. And I'm just embracing that younger me. I'm just going, yeah, this is funny. Follow opportunities to play and really try and notice them when they come up and engage with them rather than resist them and see how you feel after. Define what play means to you, of course. And again, this could be a topic I bring into the next series to help you with. But if you need a bit more guidance, can you think of a new hobby 
that isn't measured, but it's about having fun and joy. What can you start doing that that is playful? Can you get involved in a activity that helps you feel that way, whether it's with someone else or yourself? Have a think and go for it and embrace that inner, inner kid within you. Absolutely love play. So give this a go for sure. Another great example actually on my mind is I've started playing that game called Scatch, if you've heard of it. Google that. I'm not going to say any more. There you go. (laughs) Something else I want to encourage you to do over this summer break, which I hope that you are already doing, is think about how you can connect to nature. You might already do this. You might go for walks, hikes maybe with friends or family. You might do your very best to go to green spaces, blue spaces, and you might already be connecting with nature as much as you can. So this is not about the pressure here. But if you're, if you're not connecting with nature, where can you build that into your week? Can you give your, your diary a look and go, where can I squeeze in a moment just to head out of the city, go into the country, go on a little hike, even find an easy one if, if you feel like a little bit intimidated by hiking. What can you do to connect with nature? And also, can you, when you actually go out into nature, are you there? Are you fully present? Or are you engaged too much in technology, perhaps, on your phone? Or are you distracted by thoughts of other things that are on your mind? Can you try to be more present when you are out in nature? Can you put your phone away and just get it out for, you know, photos, perhaps? Can you... Be mindful on the walk or the cycle or the swim, whatever you decide to do to connect to nature and actually notice what you notice. Even saying in your mind like, oh, beautiful trees, the greens or the blues of the sky or the the clouds or even seeing people, bringing that into what you're noticing, your awareness, connecting there with nature, bringing that sense of touch into it if you want to be getting even more involved. I'm going to encourage you to touch the trees, touch the textures that you follow and and you see around you and just really tune into nature because it's so beautiful and it makes us all feel so much better. And it's not only something that makes us feel psychologically better, it's proven to improve our immunity. It's proven to boost our well-being internally as well as our, our, you know, just our mood it's so good for us being in nature without diving into the nitty-gritty of all the scientific science behind it so do what you can to connect with nature in different ways blue spaces green spaces and bring a mindful attitude to it and if you need a reminder to get out in the week perhaps if it's tricky for you can you find any local space you know whether it's a playing field near you or a a small park. Think back perhaps to the start of the pandemic and that first lockdown. Where were you going to connect with nature when you couldn't go further afield? Build some of that back into your weekly routine because that will really boost you, you know, just 10 minutes at a time perhaps, not thinking I must go on a huge hike every weekend or I must seize the weekend. Of course, try and do that. But if you can't, build it into your week the best that you can. I'm going to share a personal motto with you that I've started saying with a friend of mine. And it's be in the green, B. 
be in the blue, just to encourage us both to be in the green when we can and be in the blue when we can, whether that's swimming or looking up at the sky or going paddleboarding for me. Do what you can to be in the green and be in the blue. And with all of these things that I'm encouraging you to do, whether it's reflecting on what you've learned about yourself over the past few months, who you might want to set boundaries with, where your energy goes, whether you're going to do more playful things, how you're going to connect with nature. I want you to check in on on your mindset and I want you to try and build your awareness to your thoughts, your feelings to yourself and to others and ask yourself, is it kind? Is it true? Is it loving? And just gently greet what comes up and try and course correct as best as you possibly can. Try and be kind, true, loving to yourself, others in the world. And that can be hard. And if you want something a bit less dreamy to think about, and I'm going to swear now just for anyone listening who might be offended by that, (laughs) just don't be a dick to yourself to others or the world. And I'm sure you won't be, but most importantly, don't be a dick to yourself. Treat yourself with kindness in the best way that you can and bring compassionate compassionate energy to that and to you. So with all of this stuff, just notice what comes up. You may notice some realizations pop up. You may notice a gut feeling comes up of, yeah, I'd like to work on that or I'd like to change that. Or I'd like to get there instead of where I'm at now. And just jot those things down and sit with them and reflect on them as much as you want. And you might then consider that coaching could help you. Whether that's my coaching or self-coaching, whatever that is. So if that's something that does happen over the next few months and you think, hmm, yeah, coaching could really help me to get from where I am now to where I'd like to be. Having that support with my mindset or a change I'd like to make, or really addressing something that I've, I've put off for a while. I'd really like support with that, to feel happier, to feel healthier, to make some changes. So if that is something that happens to you, then do get in touch with me. It's really, really important to notice what comes up, sit with it, and then take some action if you feel ready to do that. So for anyone that needs a reminder, I offer one-to-one coaching online for anyone around the world and in the UK. I also now have an in-person practice based at Hero Training Clubs in Manchester. So if anyone prefers that kind of treatment, a one-to-one in-person, tailored sessions, then get in touch with me. I'd love to hear from you. We can have a free chat and see where you're at. So that's it. A few things to go away with, reflect upon over the summer, and a nice update from me on my plans for the podcast that will come out in September. So thanks for listening to Matter of Mindset. I hope you've enjoyed what I've shared with you, what I think you could maybe think about over the summer. And I'll be back later in the year with that new series. If you've enjoyed this podcast so far, then do take a minute to rate and review wherever you're listening. And until then, take care and get outside as much as possible. (music) 